sunny fall day. We'd been living in Patrick'sville for a little more than six months. Saturday morning, we were driving 40 minutes to Brunswick for Grace's soccer game. There were not enough kids in Patrick'sville for a team, let alone a league. Brunswick was also where Grace went to school. Sam, in the passenger seat, said, Maybe it's that the air is so clear out here that they can smell it on us. We'd come from Seattle, where we'd spent the past five years in a suspended final salute to our youth, the denial phase, adopting the baby into our lifestyle more than we adapted to meet her, running ragged until one morning it was as if we both woke up in bliss and acceptance. A dairy farm in the country beckoned. Radical acceptance, says Sam's therapist to quit dawdling amongst ghosts of friends and feelings and meet adulthood head-on. In the country. We could laugh to hear the others say it out loud. It sounded so fairy tale. But that's what it was. Back to the land. Once we decided on it, we wanted to make the move before Grace started school and started making friends. We had a going-away party, which was really more like a going-away dinner with a couple of our couple friends. And that was that. We packed the car and left no commitment, material, spiritual, or otherwise, behind. Friday night, night before, near dinner time, the horizon is glowing orange and Grace is nowhere to be found. This is not so unusual. She is a born wanderer, like her father. But she doesn't come when we call, and this part is unusual. It starts to get dark, as in very, very dark. In the country dark. No moon rises. We split up and trace larger and larger circles, calling her name. Walking the tree line behind the house, I see my wife's flashlight bobbing across the road and across the unplowed field. She's doing a worse job at suppressing the fear in her voice. Just before ten, we reconvened in the house. A few minutes after that, there was a knock on the door. It was Paul Peterson from next door. The last and only other time he'd been here was with a peach cobbler, and we showed him around and talked about all the changes we had planned for the place, and when he went home he smiled and said, If you ever need anything, now he was holding his gun. He was not smiling. If that girl ever comes on my property again, I won't hesitate. He spat on the porch and then walked home in the dark. When he was halfway down the yard without turning around, he said, Just a friendly warning. Grace came home not long after. I didn't know what to say to him. What can you say to a man with a gun and fifty miles of darkness and wilderness behind him? Maybe they can smell it on us. It was everywhere. The store, the post office... People you pass on the sidewalk look at you different. They know you're not one of them, and they know you know. Brunswick was different. It was an exurb in the hinterlands of a non-existent city. A free radical floating detached in the great empty middle of the continent. A rectangle tracked nearly a quarter mile long of neatly spaced two-story houses planted seemingly at random in the midst of all that farmland. Neither Sam or I wanted to admit it, but we both felt more comfortable there. It offered at least a placebo of civilization, of urban life. And if enough people get together in one place and put their faith in a placebo, eventually it'll cease to be a placebo. So I didn't mind the long drive. In fact, by the time the soccer season began, I looked forward to it. 
everything's a long way from everything out here anyways in the country. We took her to the playground after the game and she played a while with a few of the other girls. Look at this. Sam handed me a flyer. She'd found it taped to the bottom of the slide. We want to kill you. There was a roughly drawn red circle touching all four sides of the page. Davidson Manor, Brunswick's premier haunted attraction. Live shows every night till Halloween. Guest participation mandatory. Mandatory was spelled with an E. Small print along the bottom of the page listed the admission fee. A suggested donation of a can of peaches. We looked to some of the other parents, but they just shrugged. They'd never heard of the place. Sam said, They shouldn't post these kinds of things on the playground. And we all nodded in agreement. When she thought nobody was looking, she slid it into her purse. <laughs>